0: The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Sit down with us in the shed as we recap our Alaman campaign and switch our system from D&D to Dungeon World. Listen in as we talk about how the characters were adapted from one system to the other. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Plus. Did I miss something? Bing. 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 Google all over the place. We are everywhere you want to (laughs) be. Some places you don't
1: want us to be. (laughs) We're going to
0: go around the table and say hi and start with
1: somebody who's someplace she doesn't want to be. Hi, everyone. I totally want to be here. I love it with you. Playing with you guys. This is Mickey. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I'm not like, playing with all you guys. This is Nestle. No, this is Mickey. I play Nestle wow. most of the time. And next.
2: JJ playing Calamity, and I'm excited to try this dungeon world.
1: <gasps> Spoiler alert!
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone, it's Kurt. I am playing Truk, the human monk martial art master, and super psyched to be here today.
0: Nice. Hi,
1: everyone. This is Brittany. I'm playing Elena. That's it. Yay, Elena, yay, that's yay. it. This yay. is
0: Joe. I am the Game Master as we continue our role playing game in the world of Alamond. We are going to be switching to Dungeon World today. And part of what we're going to talk about for a few minutes, um, uh, to begin with, uh, by behest of Kurt, we are going to start with a quick review of our campaign so far. At in the beginning. The so and it is Sunday morning. In the yeah. beginning. In the begin- <laughs> There was darkness. And then there was, there was havoc. <laughs> Kevin, a special redshirt guest, played a flamboyant bard as we began our adventure in the little town of Louisville. I mm. think it was. Something close to that, at least. Voulil. Voulil. That's the one. I only make them up. I don't remember them. <laughs> and in that town, the, the group got together to save the baker... Uh, the baker's son and the baker's business from something in the basement. Who remembers what was in the basement?
1: Spiders, Nasty spiders. spiders, spiders,
0: arachnids, giant spiders, and
1: those Th- we they were, were both together. And we were little and squishy. Yes, we were. That's giant level
0: spiders one. And little and bitches. Um, Kurt, lift your mic up, please. There we yeah. go. And after that, who remembers where you went next? Um, after defeating the spiders, you followed a trail to, we to see the wicket. The wicket, the wraith, the white, the thing. Was it a wraith? The wraith, I don't the remember. white. No, it was a wraith. It was a wraith. It was something.
2: It was a wraith and a black cowl.
0: Yes, it was a dark coated stranger. I
1: remember you, a circus tent.
0: And a circus tent. I think it was like a little <laughs> who spoke humble.
1: in a nondescript voice. Great.
0: Let's roll initiative. And he was stealing
1: children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Was it yeah. What? Yeah.
0: Yep. Well, that's no. what we learned we afterwards. Yeah. Shortly after that, we followed the leads there into Truk's adventure, where um, Kurt didn't show up for a play session after he turned into a rock. <laughs> what happened at uh, Kurt's hometown? Truk's hometown. You remember what happened there? Yeah. Medusa. We ran into Medusa. <laughs> Kicked 1. her ass. 1.0. Medusa 1.0. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: We saved some of the kids. Some of the kids became. We saved all of them. No, Eventually, a few of them were all saved. Were yeah. Some of them were petrified. petrified, and some of them were just terrified. Terrified. <laughs> At first,
0: they were afraid. And then they were. Yes. Petrified. petrified. <laughs> and then they were petrified. Um, they were just thinking.
1: And so then, yeah, we. Without you by my side. Go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> then, <laughs> what we. What was that thing called with the. With the. the with Travoy Travoy a Travoy we made a Travoy we We played Tetris with the rock people totally did Uh, and then and then we had an overnight session yeah and an we were attacked, by, we were attacked bone by another Naga. <laughs> bone Naga. This yeah. loser. Um, in the next Flam-tay. battle with Medusa 2.0, <laughs> yeah. Flamte was petrified, and then it and was, then just, it was the just the ladies. <laughs> just the ladies. <laughs> just, the ladies. Yep. just the ladies. And we got everyone back to the monastery. monastery. Didn't you guys
2: like position Truk and I in an awkward, compromising position? You totally girl? loved it. Though.
1: You don't know. You were Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you put the rocks together and then rolled onto the monastery. At the monastery, we did a little montage of a several month battle. Who remembers what their characters did then? Truk was awesome. Truk was awesome.
2: Truke tried to steal from his uh, sensei. That's he didn't not try to awesome. steal. He did he steal.
1: Grabbed something in defense of Michaela. The Ooh, whore. Michaela. Oh,
0: Michaela.
1: Truke
3: was awesome. Truke led the defense. Included among other things, his fantastic jumping off the cliff with basically alchemist fire and torch bombing all of the bad dudes. Nice. And yes, he might possibly, in defense of the monata- monastery, have taken. It was
1: defense of Michaela. His
3: sensei's <laughs> sword that he was not allowed uh-huh. to touch. But because of that, he wrecked some havoc, saved the monastery, but had to leave afterwards to go atone, to go do think, something. do penance, and find himself. Yeah. And, and it was,
0: I think, towards the end of the um, battle at the monastery that Nestleus learned stuff from her diary. That she was that? a tiefling. Well, no, no, that was no, after the battle. That was after was the was battle. More.
1: That was when we went to the city, and you, and you didn't learn that from the diary. You learned <laughs> that because Elaine is a bitch. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> so there was the whole deal about the demons coming for you.
1: The demons were coming, mm-hmm. yeah. which required us to go across the river and through the woods. <laughs> to your grandmother's house. Yeah.
2: To the Arcanum, Arcus Arcanum.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys traveled across the ocean and along the voyage on the ocean. Though, what happened?
1: Mm-hmm. A oh. can fly. You can fly. Oh, we met we some had pirates. An epic pirate battle. Oh, it was Lord. more epic for you. You flew, well, yeah. became invisible, and dropped down into their ship. That's
3: true. It was one of my better gaming moments.
2: It was. You turned into a B 52. Yeah,
3: yeah. I kind of envisioned myself like who's the dude in, in Marvel. Uh Falcon. Kind of like Falcon.
0: That's, that, that's where you went. He's a monk. Something like that. Okay.
3: Um, yeah, but that was an, we had an awesome sea battle, and then yep. we ended up in a. Small port town at an inn where there we were went. lots of strange folks, including a mumbling, maybe crazy druid with a plant.
1: Oh, yeah, that thing. We got like a black card from the,
3: the pirates.
2: Yeah. And we yeah, went yeah, on a shopping spree. credit spring. coin. a credit coin.
3: Yeah. Because of the way Truke rolls, he decided he would go try to kind of casually hang out with the druid.
0: Uh, specifically uh, talking with the plant.
3: Yeah, it didn't get very far, but the next morning, he had this cute little potted plant outside of his door
0: always wanting to go Frederica
3: Frederica became his buddy (laughs) and kind of guided them on the next phase of their adventure
2: and then we went and visited the wizard's tower
1: totally did
0: Arcus Arcane. I I actually think originally you said Arcus Arcanery, and then I said Arcus Arcanum the rest of the time so it got two names but it was the wizard tower.
1: But we went to the library as well, correct? We went yeah, to the yeah, that was actually
0: before going there. Yeah, because uh, at the library it was uh, Dewey the dwarf that referred you to the wizard tower. Yeah. Dewey
1: D. Simmel. Yep, yeah, that yeah, guy. That guy. <laughs> so I I remember.
0: And um, that's also where you learned some about the Fae, I think, from the big book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, headed to the wizard's tower, and he. Was a snob. He was a total snob. He talked to me. He was very fine talking to the paladin, but didn't necessarily care for that anyone tiefling. else. That jerk.
3: But well, uh, he led us to the last remaining member of the Crimson Order.
0: Yes,
1: Nico sang. Nico sang. He was
0: kind of a little crazy, and he did warn us. I mean, in, in, in he did. The, in the wizard's defense, he did yeah. warn us. Um, so, so the insane wizard was. Um, I don't know, uh, kind of a winter wizard, maybe?
1: You right? could call him that. Of, we had, what, was that because he's sitting outside of winter? We had, or
0: wint? We had our holiday episode there, uh, in which Rudolph was mercilessly slaughtered. Poor Rudolph. True.
2: His rosacea. <laughs> His <He's> rosacea.
0: <laughs>
1: <changed
0: it>. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't hack it. Well, you did hack it, actually. We did actually. hack it. Yeah, that we did. Was a poor example. Um, and at the end of that, Nestlis was able to grab a book, or, or g- receive a book. From Nico. Totally mine totally. Bended that, wizard. And that led the party towards the Ancient Grove. Actually, that in combination with Frederica got the party headed towards the Ancient Grove. There, there was, was a, also
2: their pet shadow demon.
0: Yeah, there was that first night, or one night, where the shadow demons attacked. And um, they kind of messed with you guys. That was the Wobbly Bits episode. That
1: was the Wobbly Bits yeah. episode. Calamte and his wobbly bits He was all doffed He did doff his armor (laughs)
0: Um, And from there, yeah, uh, putting a demon on a leash uh, Moved a bit of the way further towards uh, the grove and for anyone listening to these episodes in sequence, they've just heard the episode where we were in the grove. Who remembers what happened in the, anci- the those secret grove? Demons
1: tried to kidnap me. Well, well Nessalus. They tried damn to kill demons. you. They tried to kill uh-huh. Nessalus. It was and touch and go there for a while. It
0: was. <laughs> it was the kind of thing that, as I remember it, pretty much every That's round, there was a chance of Nessalus going away. <laughs> Yeah. It was and a fun battle somebody- because they were
3: all just focused on her, yeah. and we were basically attacking, and they were not attacking us. They yeah. were just Attack of
0: opportunity, her. bam! Yeah.
2: I, I, was, was giving, I was giving her the hands. <laughs> <But>
3: they- <laughs> you
2: <were giving> her- <laughs> I gave her the hands. Did you
0: warm <laughs> them up first? <laughs> it just reminded me of the, the, other, the D&D family reunion where you tried to do that voice thing and you did the southern bell the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you just reminded me of that. Oh, that was awesome. That was hysterical. And then we
3: fin- We defeated them. They got weaker each round. Yeah. Although that wasn't immediately obvious to us, but that's what was happening.
1: Well, all the shadow demons disappeared at once. And poof. So. Yeah. And then they disappeared,
3: but there was an implication that perhaps the head demon is not done with us. Correct?
1: Yeah.
0: And since he didn't actually show up. Yeah.
3: Or d- didn't someone say Dantallion something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we will be uh, back.
0: As he was. the
1: group. That's right. As he was melting. What a world. What a world.
0: <laughs> what a world. Yes. Um. And we ended that episode with Druganoth, the druid, offering for uh, Truk to hang out for a little while and learn the ways of the land. Uh, From there, what we're going to do is take a few minutes and talk about how characters were made in Dungeon World. To match the playing of the the characters we had in Dungeons and Dragons.
1: That's right, people. We're switching back.
0: Yeah, so we're going to talk about why
1: we're doing that briefly.
0: uh, We're doing it um, from uh, from our perspective. uh, A bit of it, I guess, led by myself. But the the idea that for our podcast. Uh, I find it be, to be a little more entertaining to spend less time on rules and more time with us talking because I think we're more entertaining when we're role-playing, right, talking so about to, our characters and the story rather than the rules.
3: Right, so just to be clear, I think all of us are having a ton of fun with D&D, and if we were just playing yeah. at home, we very well might keep playing 5th edition. Yeah. And this al- is almost, for
1: your entertainment. Well, almost all of yeah.
3: us said that, I mean, we love it, it's fun, but when you listen to it, there's a lot of kind of dice rolling and to some degree right. figuring out the rules. We just thought from a narrative perspective, our Dungeon World episodes have been a little more fun to listen to, and most of us have a lot of fun playing Dungeon World as well, so why not try to switch the campaign back to that and see if it makes for a better podcast?
1: Thank you, Kurt.
0: And let also, us know if you agree or disagree. I don't want any
3: D&D yes. lovers to exactly. think that we're hating on 5th edition because I love it. No, I was mentioning
0: it. before <laughs> we started, I think we've got more Dungeons & Dragons episodes than anything else. So it, I, it should show that we definitely appreciate the system. Right. But as the, as the characters get higher and higher in level, it takes more time to figure out what you're doing and how it's being done. Compared to, say, the starter set, which I thought was great for a a beginner piece, and it was really good for the limited rules, a 34-page rulebook, etc.
3: And there are Um, awesome people out there doing high-level D&D play on the internet, if that's what you want to watch. We just can't do it super efficiently and in a really fun manner.
0: Yeah, what Kurt's saying is we're all stupid. Well, almost all. Almost all. uh, Speak for
1: yourself. (laughs) And... You know, I we think drink a lot of while we play.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that. So what I've done, and um, in, in talking with the, the group, and what I've done to get us ready for this is I've taken the characters that you have heard play those last 16 or so episodes with that recap that we just did, and I've taken the key elements of how our players have played those characters and translated them into Dungeon World characters. And what I'd like to do is have each person talk a little bit about what character they have in front of them now, and how some of those pieces may match up to see how well we understand what we're talking about. Who wants to go first? I'll go Eight. first. Oh, oh. he you said it. First. She raised her Lock hand. Paper, uh, yeah. rock,
2: rock paper scissors. Hey Ro- Yeah, do Ro- rock paper scissors. Three, Sham. two, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Ro- yeah, Ro- <laughs> right. Ro- Ro- Sham- oh. All right. Rochambeau. Oh, I got scissors. She got her paper. She paper. Pieces. Paper. All right. So All right. um He's pretty much a direct translation. It, 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 it works pretty well. Um, so on a Dungeon World sheet, you can assign some stats. Um, and I did pretty much the, the basic, you know, favoring strength, constitution, and charisma. And then my alignment is good. And then um, Joe allowed me to change the human um, starting move from what here is evil to what here is profitable, fitting my character.
0: Yes, the Vengeance Paladin of Capitalism. So, and then we're starting at level four, I believe? Yeah, just for the sake of matching up how many things I chose with where we sit right now, the characters will be level four. Dungeon so,
2: um, I picked up Smite, Exterminitis, and Charge. And that definitely matches. I think the only thing I need to pick up next might be Hospitaller.
0: I was thinking that, but um, the other thing, I I decided against it to start because, as the Bard, Elena actually has some healing now. Okay, fair enough. I didn't know how how you guys might share that role.
3: Do you want to tell the folks at home, and me, because I'm stupid? What uh, those various
0: powers
2: are? <laughs> okay, so Smite allows me to deal additional d4 damage while on a quest. I'm not entirely. We have to figure what out what your
0: quest is because of how we're starting this <laughs> next adventure.
2: So then, Exterminatus allows me to single out an enemy and deal an additional two d4, and then a negative four to everyone else.
0: That's super
3: interesting. I love that.
2: And <laughs> then Charge allows me to aid my allies
0: when I take the lead in combat. So, if he leads the charge, everyone else gets a bonus. Cool. To get your buffer.
1: Yeah.
0: And, yeah. and now, ba- a, a battle go. go ahead, Alyssa. <laughs> I got to do it at least once.
1: <laughs> that's not your job. That's her job. Exactly. Job.
0: That's why I feel like I have to do it.
1: <laughs> uh, <gasps> uh, Sorry. I didn't mean
2: that in a derogative. Oh, God, fashion. that's so racist.
1: He's doing my job.
2: No. <laughs> Someone took a
0: job from a. Great. Oh, snap.
1: A female and a minority. Go ahead, sorry. Shit. Go
0: ahead. She's a fee minority. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Why don't I just go now? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> go I don't know. come up with something. So
3: Truk uh, is an interesting conversion.
0: <laughs> you just took her job. Yeah, I told him to. It's well okay. Done. She
3: told me to. Um, yeah. Truke is an interesting conversion because he was a 5e monk, and there's not a, a monk in Dungeon World, at least not in the core.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point, Kurt. We are using still the core classes none of the expanded none of the stuff you can find on the internet right so i'm sure there's a monk
3: out there somewhere but we are using the core classes from the book so uh joe and i made Truk a fighter but we uh, put his primary stats in dexterity he's fairly balanced we took a lot of decks con wisdom and then i upped um charisma as well so i'm going to try to make him fairly balanced but he's going to be a dexterity based fighter um uh with hands, uh, or rather body, as his weapon. So fist is the dungeon world choice, but we said that it can be fists or or feet because he's a martial yeah. artist. Yeah, no no essentially elbows,
0: body. Any way you want to hit something using or parts of your body. Or no, knees. No because elbows. his body is his weapon. Does that also
2: mean things that come from his body? So his like parts are lethal. It could be. Oh, look, I can. I you was you that really, they
1: are. really <laughs> expecting that to go in a different direction. And...
3: <laughs> but here's here's what's interesting about uh, Truk. So. Uh, is this a good time for me to talk about what happened after the last nope. episode?
0: No? Just do the character for now. We'll do the story. Right. In that case, I
3: can't explain my powers yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can explain <laughs> all of them. You can you explain the other will find powers. out later. Um,
3: I have my fists and body as my signature weapon. And uh, I have iron hide, which gives me a plus one to armor. And I have nothing else interesting until we talk about the story. Okay. <laughs> so I'll just pass
1: it
0: off. Let's just up. say it has to do you, with you um, go next ancient sure, druid talking next next. about you hanging out.
1: Alright, so Nessalus, um again, there's no tiefling in the core characters for Dungeon World, so the best translation... Sorry. Tiefling is your race. Yeah, but there's no <laughs> tiefling either. There's yep. no tiefling Shh. either. Shh. Stop confused me. It's hard enough as is. <laughs> um, it wasn't written down. There's The best translation for that was elf, um, given the whole... Magic is very natural to the elf race. Alignment is neutral. A couple of cool bonds. Um, Primary was intelligence given all of the magic that's going to be slung around by her. The starting moves here with prepared spells instead of a spell book. I'll continue to use my diary as I've done before. Some of the advanced moves um, that made sense were prodigy. That would allow um, some spell casting as if they were at a lower level, some empower magic. We went with the expanded spell book to allow the cleric. just cut out. Did it? Yep. And there we go. I'm back. Went with the uh, expanded spell book. The expanded spell book? The expanded spell book. The expanded spell book. (laughs) Dios <laughs> Don't distract me, people. Okay. I've already had two mimosas. All right, Have so, you? Yeah. What the hell? I don't mess around. <laughs> we brought in Cleric Hold Person, which yeah. ties with the whole, you know, shadow demon a on, on, a, on yeah. a leash. You were very, uh, Nestleless more than once
0: mentioned about uh, thanking her diary about Hold Person. Hold so it was person. important that spell be there.
1: Exactly. So we also went with our cane Ward to... Cause, we had picked up, a, or I had picked up a magic item, dispel. No, it was reduced. Um, uh, yeah, it was a
0: mantle. The the mm-hmm. uh, mantle, the a spell resistance. The, spell the mantle,
1: spell. Of spell resistance. So that translation was just arcane ward, in order to up the armor class. There, got some a couple of cool first level spells. Again, brought some of them up to a cantrip, given how much. She relied on Eldritch Blast, which was really her, her go to power and telepathy, that mind talking thing that she did a lot. So we brought those up to cantrips and had added a couple of others Mimic, which made sense given the air the direction that she was taken in Dungeon World. We actually brought in some damage spells this time as well. Fireball to make her a little more I don't know, umfy? Pew pew. A little more pew pew rather than just standing back. She's still pretty squishy, as she was in Dungeon World, but I'm kind of curious to see how this plays out, given the the spells that we've selected in the translation of this It's actually
0: kind of interesting that since you um, put uh, Constitution up a little and you have that armor, as long as you have a a spell prepared, you may be less squishy than some others, interestingly enough. Time will tell.
1: And last but not least, the lovely... She, Alyssa. Go. She, goes,
0: she
2: goes last, that way no one can interrupt her. <laughs> All right, James, that's your cue to <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. Oops. <laughs>
1: knock, knock. Um, anyways. Who's there? <laughs> mm-hmm. Interrupting Orange. Um, Elena, who has okay. previously been a paladin and a fighter, was translated to a bard... In Dungeon World, because the way that she fights is to allow other people to do Fight damage better. rather than herself. Yeah, to help other people be better. Right. Yeah. Um, she's the definition of supporting role.
2: An ultimate cheerleader.
1: Yay! Didn't I play a cheerleader in the last yeah. game? Yeah.
0: So you can think of your uh, Bardic, the Arcane Laura, where you use your instrument, mm-hmm. which would be your voice, as mm-hmm. uh, just giving people pep talks.
1: Yeah, we can do it! Exactly! Um, The advanced moves that are selected on my page um, are a little help from my friends, which is to successfully aid, or when I successfully aid someone, I take plus one forward as well. I don't.
0: Essentially, what that means so, for example, if we use um, what's -hmm. happened previously where you help somebody else in combat do Mm -hmm. something. In the game, technically, that would be aiding. So let's use the example of Calamity's heading into battle, Mm -hmm. and you want to help him hit someone better. You could aid his first hack and slash, and we can say that is, you're telling him the right place to hit the guy, maybe shoot him in the knee or something, right? Mm -hmm. And when you do that, if you roll and help him, so when you've given that help, Mm -hmm. you get a plus one on your next roll to help him as well. Okay. Okay. So that means you're better at and helping after you've helped. He's going to need to
2: help since he has a pension of running into battle
0: <laughs>
1: <Yes>. naked. <laughs> um, very brave heart. The <laughs> other things picked off of my sheet are multiclass dabbler and multiclass initiative. Which which means that I can pick moves from other classes. From the Paladin, I got Setup Strike, which is when you hack and slash, choose an ally, and their next attack against your target does 1d4 damage, which sounds awesome. Uh the other one is from the thief. It is called shoot first. It says you're never caught by surprise. Holy shit, how long have I had this? <laughs> uh, when an enemy yeah. would get the drop on you, you get the first the, you get to act first instead, which would replace part alert. of the alert yeah. feature that I had yeah. as a fighter in 5th edition.
0: And since we actually took advantage of that before we uh switched, mm-hmm. uh, that I thought that was kind of important to have there. Mhm. Okay. Uh, one thing that I do want to mention to everybody, I'm sure J.J. has it, and he filled in the armor number for uh, Mickey over here, but mm. make sure you have your armor, your, your hit points filled in. Your hit points equals your constitution. That's your maximum hit points. That's the same for oh, everybody. So it's be no CST matter what level quest. you are? No matter what level you are, your hit points equal your constitution. If you want your hit points to go up, you put your points from leveling in constitution.
1: Wait.
0: So your hit points are 13, because your constitution is 13.
3: What is armor? Uh, Mine armor says is six figured plus out by your character. Is that
0: not? Uh, that I'm is- sorry, yeah. It's a constitution number plus whatever that says there. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Um, but that it starts as the same for everybody the constitution number, and then your class has an addition. It's right next to the little heart okay. on the character sheet.
1: Uh, what is yeah. armor?
0: Armor will be whatever you are wearing for armor. I couldn't mm. remember what Elena wore for armor.
1: Uh, her armor was the magical armor that we got from. That was studded leather armor. Leather
0: in Dungeon World is one armor. Okay. So you can write one armor. Did she use a shield? I can't. I don't remember myself. JJ. Did did Elena use a shield? Does anyone remember? Yes, Did she she use it? No. Did Did she have it? Yes. So your armor would be one. Your armor would be one for having the leather armor Mm -hmm. and plus one when you're using a shield. So your armor is two when you're using a shield, one Mm -hmm. when you're not. So if I'm
1: shooting a bow, it's going to be one. If right. I'm using a rapier, it's going to be two.
0: That sounds right to me. Okay. Um, your bow is going to be based on your dexterity, by the way, uh, and your rapier would be based on strength.
1: Oh, that changed then.
0: Yes, because the okay. – uh, actually, hold on, rapier. Rapier, rapier was is, dexterity. Is is yeah. well, regardless in- of what it is, we should go for strength because you have your higher number in strength than dexterity. But so we'll use your rapier it. as a strength weapon instead. So. Or just call it a longsword if you like. Oh,
1: yes, that's what I wanted anyways. There you go. And this speaks <laughs> to the flexibility of this gaming system.
0: Yeah, dog. Totally. Mm. Totally. Uh, my God. As if.
3: My God, it's totes
0: flexible. <laughs> totes adorb and flex. Um, so everybody now should have what their armor is, their maximum hit points. And, um, Britt, you should write your modifiers down below your numbers. Yeah, I'll figure Um, that out. Well, your 16s are plus 2s. Your Mm -hmm. 13 is a plus 1. Uh, The 9 and the other one are 0. There you go. Because every time you roll, you roll against the, Mm -hmm. the modifier. We don't care about the first one
3: to talk about my character i I can't talk about anything yet i
0: really really want you to um i'm just going to recap by saying that these characters again were made based on how we were playing them if we had played dungeon world from the start we would have created dungeon world characters in total rather than a translation
3: so joe can i do 30 seconds on dungeon world in case we have new listeners go for (laughs) it so dungeon world we played earlier in our podcasting history it's a totally different game with a totally different rule set but here's the basics in 20 seconds. You roll 2d6 for everything, and 10, 11, 12 is a success. You do exactly what you want to do. And what you want to do is what is described by you. Yeah. On, I think it's 7, 8, 9, you succeed, but there's a complication or a negative consequence. And then on the bottom part of that 2d6 roll, you just fail miserably, and the dungeon master destroys you. It's narrative-based. You tell what you want to do. Stop. 20
1: seconds. <laughs> You say what you want to do, <laughs> yeah. as long as
3: you can describe it. If you succeed, that's the game. Yeah.
0: Now, I will clarify one thing. A six minus does not mean you failed. It means the game master gets to make a move. Okay. It's, a very, it's a very important thing because you may, technically, you may roll a six minus while you're trying to lock, you know, pick the lock on the door. But I take that as game master. I can take that failure and allow you to pick the lock. But as soon as you open it, there are armed guards on the other side. Right. So right. the 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 six minus is the world gets to go next.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. So I think we will see the move the game moves more quickly because the roles are simplified and it's very narrative driven because if you can kind of narrate what you want to do, there's a chance that you can do it.
0: Yes. A very darn good thing. Not that, that of can't
3: it. be done in Dungeons and Dragons, it's just right. that is more constrained by the rules.
0: Cool. Thank you, Kurt. Also, I'd like to. Send I could a tell shout how out. you couldn't wait to talk about your character. I'd
3: also like to send a shout out to all the people who reached out to me after the um, "Gaming with Your Partner" episode, yeah. and I really can't respond to all the emails about why I like playing an elf in schoolgirl fetishwear. Uh, but I do appreciate that you took the time to email yeah. me, and uh, and we'll get into that in a future day.
1: I can't wait for that episode.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> nice and and actually a shout out to a, a couple of the people who had emailed us and we did this i think at the other the end of the uh last episode we mentioned them and again thank you uh it was uh rebecca and colin both asked about if we would be playing dungeon world again and hey Guess here we what? are
3: backed by popular demand
0: go ahead kurt let's listen to, to a little bit about well let me set it up a, a little first so at the end of that last episode um Truk stayed in the ancient grove, uh, of the, the secret grove of the ancient oracle, fey oracle thing, um, and we're going to skip a couple of months or so into the future, and we'll have a, a little bit of a description of what our characters did during that time, we, and we're going to start with Truk, and then we'll cover Elena Nesilis a little and finish up with Calamity.
3: Right, so this was a particularly pivotal time for Truk. Uh, He is trained for his young adult life as a monk, uh, has honed his skills, his mental focus, his martial arts, and is already a very accomplished and focused martial artist who who gains great strength from meditation. But over the last several months, he has remained with Druganach the Great, known to some as the Wild Walker, and has studied very intently with him in and around the Sacred Grove. And during that time, Truk has really taken his understanding of power to a new level because as a monk in the Wado Zeshwan monastery he was trained to channel his ki or chi which is your life force the idea that there is a power and a life force that runs through all living things that can be channeled and turned into martial or or force prowess uh, but what Drugana wanted to teach him and has spent months teaching him is that that power not only flows through humans and not only can be channeled inside of himself which to date is what Truke has done. He's learned how to channel his key into power, and now he's learned how much of that power is within the earth itself, and the grass, and the plants, and the trees, and the beavers.
0: Between you and me, the tree, the rock, right. and, so the the, and the beavers. That's
3: right. It exists in all living things. And I, was, Truk,
0: I was channeling Yoda for a moment. Y- yes. Um, but
3: he has now taken his understanding to a new level, so where he already understood key, he is now able to or, he, or he's working on and learning and now has a, has a fledgling understanding of how he can draw that power from the earth itself. Hmm. And so uh, cool. his, his sort of wisdom level in this regard, you know, he's not been training in terms of moves or dexterity or kicks. He's been training really what I would consider wisdom. And he, he's not mastered this, but he is now what effectively would be considered kind of a first or second level druid. Hmm. So he's still a monk, he's still a martial artist, but he has this expanded understanding of life force that, uh, where he has an enhanced understanding for nature and for the earth. And he always had that to some degree because of where he grew up. You know, He always loved being near the mountain streams and in the hills around the monastery. Uh, but now he's kind of taken that to a new level. So as a result of that, in the Dungeon World universe, what we've done is we've allowed him to take multi-class dabbler where he can get moves from another class. And we've used the druid background and given him essentially two powers from that. One is that as so long as he wields his staff, he gets a plus one to armor. And the thing there that's happened is that, uh, you all may recall, he had this small plotted plant, Frederica, uh, who was guiding them for where, where they needed to go. And during the months that he was with Druganaw the Wild Walker, Drugana planted Frederica in the Sacred Grove. Where there's this vastly accelerated growth, and Frederica spawned into a tree, or, or what, not spawned, that's not the right what word. What kind
0: of tree? What kind it's, of tree was Frederica?
3: An oak. An oak, okay. Very solid, dense oak. Okay. So, it basically, it was an oak uh, that grew at a really accelerated rate, from a sapling to a tree, to a, a fairly large tree, and Drugana at one point, I don't want to say he took, because... Frederica actually offered to Druganar and Druganar received her first solid branch and and Frederica offered that branch to Druganar who then took that and gave it to Truk to be used as his new bow staff. Cool. And part of what Truk has spent the last few months doing is carving by hand and not so much with you know, aggressive knife cutting, but with really almost sanding, like hand, hand carving in a very deliberate manner. He has
0: calloused palms.
3: He has calloused palms, uh, but he has yeah. worked this staff, which, is a, which really is from Frederica, uh, into a new powerful bow staff that will be one of his preferred monk weapons moving forward. So as long as he's wielding that staff, he gets a plus one to armor, which along with his other, uh, he's, he also has iron hide, makes his armor class reasonable potentially a plus two in Dungeon World. And then the other uh, druid uh, spell that we, or druid uh, power that we've taken is called Communion of Whispers. It's, uh, when, when Truk spends time in a place making note of its resident spirits and calling on the spirits of the land, he can basically do a wisdom role and will be granted a vision of significance to him, his allies, or the spirits around. And then depending on the role, that vision can be helpful, it can be unclear with a murky meaning, or it could be upsetting, frightening, or traumatizing. And uh, the GM basically describes that, and then in exchange for that vision, I take a minus one forward, which in dungeon roll means my next roll will have be slightly less stellar than it would have otherwise been.
0: <laughs> slightly less stellar. So
3: this gets me where I want it to be, and I've discussed with Joe, which is that I envision Truk being this very kind of rooted, wise martial art monk but with a very strong affection for the land. And at this point, that's something that is becoming more pronounced.
0: Earthy, crunchy Bruce Lee. Exactly.
1: Earthy,
0: crunchy
2: Bruce Lee. Granola Bruce Lee. With a a really
3: attractive female monk back pining away for him at the monastery.
1: Oh, Michaela.
0: And he doesn't have any idea. No, he's kind of, I don't know. He probably didn't learn anything about sex with the druid either.
3: No, Druganahan is very old. (laughs) Yeah. Very wise.
1: Does he smell like patchouli? (laughs) (laughs) I think he would you think? I think so.
0: Um and then uh we figure over the last few months perhaps Elena and Nessalus went back to uh the Wint, Wint stronghold the city there at the at the um ocean and we're most likely looking up things about maybe who Nessalus might be, what the demon might be, what the heck's going on. What do you guys what do you guys think of what happened over the last couple months?
1: Um Definitely. I don't know. We think we'd be back in the main city, kind of researching. The more she mm-hmm. finds out, like, the more angry she gets at how much has been kept from her her entire life. Yeah. So she would have probably gone through a, a rebellious phase, gone full goth, the whole nine.
0: <laughs> she has, like, raccoon eyeshadow raccoon going eyeshadow. on. Yeah. Just oh.
1: angry. What does goth world. look like in Alamon? Goth and Raccoon Al-Aman. eyeshadow? <laughs> I don't know. I imagine just, like, dark robes. Um, She would have, like, worn, like, just regular, like, common people's clothing, but, like, ripped it up and just, just been angry at everything. Did she dye her horns black? Well, she can still kind of well, no, no. Does her? she still have her, her manipulation of her? We're going to say, say yes. yes. So it, she would have, she continually manipulated I'm not the DM, but and, I'm going to speak and, for him. There you go. And hide. So she'd have grown her hair out long so she could cover it and would have kept her tail hidden. Mm. Yeah. I'm still not letting her have her own room. No? But she wants her own boyfriend. <laughs> give a fuck. Get your <laughs> are own are you boyfriend. And I'll boyfriend? kill him later. <laughs> she wants a boyfriend. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> don't ask here. questions. You weren't there. <laughs> We might have been sharing a boyfriend. You don't know. Or a girlfriend. You don't know. They' could have both married the road. Don't place your moral judgments on this relationship.
0: <laughs> Speaking of moral judgments, what has Calamity been up to?
2: Um, calamity has been uh, establishing trade routes, because this is a section of the continent that, uh, as Quran, doesn't have any kind of um, okay. um, influence, uh, presence, so he's been establishing trade routes and visiting the various merchant guilds and uh, setting sending letters home um, and uh, just trying to make Ascoranth as profitable and powerful as possible.
0: Okay, While and he gets a cut. While what, he gets a cut. <laughs> while he gets a cut. the um, One of the things I remembered was there always seems to be a messenger bird. to to be able to send those messages Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. home, back to the emperor. Um, When uh, one of the messages reaches back to uh, Calamity, and this is, we'll go to like present time-ish, the message says, uh, mentions that the people you made that deal with a few months ago are coming for you to recoup their losses.
1: Uh-oh, the black card's
0: coming back to haunt us. Uh, and that it- bird stops by the, um, the grove and the, the druid chats with the bird for a little bit and really? kind of muses like he usually does after talking to animals out loud. And you get that message. It must have been the same bird flying through. Uh, so you hear that somebody is coming after Calamity soon. And yeah.
3: who made that was that the pirates
1: or I, mean, I the, don't know
0: that'll be up to to the characters to decide when you get together okay. um yeah, and it is mentioned that uh that the coming for all of you is probably a good way to put it
1: for oh. all of us well done yes. calamity, well done good job so how do, do um elena and <laughs> Neestlas have any idea We don't know
0: uh, elena and nestles um Receive a few ominous warnings at the shared room door. Somebody leaving an anonymous mm-hmm. post-it note on the door saying, we're coming for you. And it's written in, um, I think it's it written in pirate red and orange ink. Whatever. <laughs> it's written in pirate. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it says, we are coming for you.
1: <laughs> Métis. <Me too. laughs>
0: Land lovers.
1: <laughs> what is that joke about a pirate's favorite letter?
2: Uh, the
0: first love is a C. Yes. yes. You might think it'd be
1: R, No.
0: but no. All
1: right, now what?
0: <laughs> uh, so now I leave it to Calamity to drive the next steps here. So I think we need to do one of those French
2: words, um, rendezvous.
1: Rendezvous? Oh. We need to
2: rendezvous. That Wait, French
3: word, okay. Does that
1: involve three people? I've, I've, Two of that's a group.
2: menage a trois. That's, oh, that's, oh. A, that's oh. A, what I
1: thought. <laughs> That's d'accord, the first one that popped in my head. D'accord. Now I do have to clarify something. <laughs> over all of the times that we've said over the past couple months, I'm yep. pretty sure that Nessalas is 17 now. Mm-hmm. She's she legal. No, she's older now. We started off. She was like 16, right? She had just turned 16.
0: I believe, technically, though, in every role-playing game, Age of Consent is the moment you start playing. <laughs> <Seven> <laughs> <eight>.
1: <laughs> I, I really don't think anybody
0: has played a minor effectively. Ever, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> in the history. She's
1: 17 and a half. <laughs>
0: She can almost um, buy
1: 17 and a half in one day. That's the age of consent in South (laughs) Carolina.
0: I specifically remember now that I I said it. Our first session where the group got together, um, Kevin playing the bard was there Mm -hmm. in the tavern. She was trying to get booze at the counter. totally was. She was. So I validated, it thank you.
3: She was hitting on Truk, too, if I remember
0: correctly.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. She Big was, time <laughs> hardcore yeah. until he broke her heart with Michaela. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, douche.
3: Have I mentioned that Truke is even more ripped than he was before? Uh, doesn't care.
0: No. <laughs> but he probably has dirt under his fingernails now from all True. the gardening. True. True. Yeah. And he, sm- he <laughs> smells like He smells like weed <laughs> and patchouli. Weed and patchouli. <laughs> so over the next couple of days, you guys would converge perhaps back in Wint? Yeah. Would well, well, we- that we- make sense? Yeah.
2: Uh, okay. I, I I would have had uh, set up a um, charter house. Okay.
1: Oh, you got that much money. All right. Oh, yeah. Damn. We'll uh, go he go
0: he makes five, money go. wherever he goes. We should he
3: drop by and see go. the um, waitress, too, from our original inn. She was very helpful and very kind. Well, that's
0: where we've been. <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> that area. Uh, and Anyways, that's how we find Truk.
3: So mm-hmm. we're meeting at your... Do you have an actual physical house?
2: Yeah, like an actual charter house. Like, um, we've set up... You know through the trade connections, we set up an actual guild house, and I have oh procured us rooms in the back, away from the actual trading happening
3: excellent
1: great. so would you have sent a message to the inn? Or Alyssa, I don't know uh, why you
2: guys were living in the inn when you have a house you could live in.
1: Because we don't want to live in. Because we house. didn't know about your house. They have the free room and board thing.
0: too. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, because of the help they gave, uh, because the help everyone gave to, to the captain, um, they uh, the Sea Spirits Tavern put you guys up. That's and
2: fair. you do
0: have the Wave Bidet room, which the uh, merchant guild may not have.
2: Ooh. Okay. So we put that on the credit coin. Yes, when the did. credit
0: coin expired. Well, that wasn't on the
1: coin. That oh. was that was as a, yeah. as an offer of, from yeah. them, the not from the people we helped, but from the. Yeah, sea it it was it was tavern. it was a
0: combination because you in getting the boat there, you got supplies there, yeah. and that was part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But But we're good. Yeah, we're good. That would be a good reason to stay. And the place is frequented by adventurers, which may be a little more Mm. interesting than frequented by merchants.
2: That's true. A little more partying happening (laughs) or whatever. Very likely.
0: Much more excitement.
2: All right. um, Yeah, so uh, a courier would have been sent to um, try to find you guys. I sit on my duff and do
0: nothing. (laughs) Got it. So the people that work... Excuse me, at the um, at the guild, uh, what is their typical uniform or emblem or something that identifies them as a member of the guild?
2: Um, it is two uh, snakes uh, twined around a staff eating a bird, like striking at a bird at the top. Interesting.
1: Huh. That's weird. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to make
0: myself a little rough drawing. You of know, for
1: someone who uses birds as communication. I feel like that's a bad signal to send.
0: Why? I don't think the birds care. And if they do, they're smart enough to know that he's joking.
1: Bird he's totally jo- <laughs> He was totally joking about that guy. So I yeah. I would think that at this point unless
3: Truk was very specifically contacted, even though the bird did come to the grove, he would not leave there because metagame for a moment he doesn't want to be like luke in empire strikes back and rush off to help his friends and forgo his training
1: he uh-huh. knows that
3: he needs to learn all that he can from the wild walker so the okay. druid so says it seems like you will make it
0: home in time to see the game anyway <laughs> <laughs>
3: the uh, so he he heard the message but he is hesitant i guess i would say to to head back um, and, and I can't remember how far the grove is from Wint, but it, it was a fair distance. It was a fair yeah, three it was days So travel. the druid
0: says, go and help your friends. Completed with your training, you are. Uh, well, in that case. <laughs> <laughs> so the druid says, get the fuck out. As long as the druid gives me a horse, I'm good to go. <laughs> yes. Only a lightly trained druid can face this. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. All right. You can't so, be. So we're all
0: druid. <laughs> If you're full druid, then you Not might like, respect all, things too much. It's also easy enough for the bird... To have on its way back through, mentioned they're getting together, and, and that may in itself be enough to right. as, long as, as long as I don't long
3: as I don't have uh, Druga disapproval for leaving.
0: No, I would head back. Very, to yeah, very. You've already different. gotten
1: disapproval from one master enough. <laughs> That's right. So
0: one of the things that that um, Truk would learn, and something to keep in mind, Kurt, is that now he is able to find the secret grove without trying, whereas most people can't even see it if it's in front of their face so you guys wouldn't have found it if it wasn't for Frederica the first time, and now you would be able to find it on your own uh, and even lead others there because Druganon knows that you would only bring safe people to this place. Okay. Trust you. Yeah. Ooh, uh,
1: trust you, um, Well, true's
3: going to go for the bidet room and, unless... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I mean, he comes yeah. and tells him otherwise because that was a pretty awesome view <laughs> That's a pretty awesome view my view yeah I mean, <laughs> uh
0: okay and so you guys will get together and where do you want to take it from there
2: Ooh. so we think the south seas pirates are coming back to all right so in interest of full disclosure <laughs>
0: I, uh-huh. Uh, what?
2: In interest of full disclosure, uh-huh. I uh, I hired the South Sea Pirates in order to um to make more profit off of the merchant that we were traveling with. Uh, the South Sea Pirates. The agreement was that they were going to come and attack us, and we would defend in quotation marks them. Truk, um went all badass Mm. on them
1: in interest of full disclosure you might have wanted to say that before we attack well i
2: didn't i I did not anticipate how effective he was going to be and they are very saddened at the loss of their wizard and they're looking for reparations
1: what great well we're gonna have to give them a wizard not our wizard hey (laughs) (laughs) oi! cannot have the wizard not this chick. Although, I don't know. So wait, at the same Open time C's? we are being paid by the merchants, love- we were being Open paid by C's? the pirates? Open no, seas, Nessalus, <laughs> who vomited the entire time? I, I paid the pirates to attack to us
2: so that we would get paid more from the merchant.
1: They just weren't supposed to lose anyone. Ah. You might have wanted to say something to the rest of us.
2: I didn't know how you guys would react to the double dealing.
1: Uh, better than our reaction to the death threats, she pulls up the notes <laughs> that have been left on the door. Yeah. Uh, is this your fault?
2: I, I think so, yeah. And I, I tried <laughs> to buy them off. Just, I think so. they're, they're, they just—they—they want blood, not gold.
1: Oh, fantastic! I'll be in my room. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are you going to cut yourself and give them some blood?
1: <laughs> no. Now Elena what? keeps hiding the daggers. <laughs> I'll cut you. Um,
3: I mean, this seems like a problem of calamity's making, and a problem that calamity needs to solve. And while I'm happy to help him,
1: would <laughs> you become a Southern Debbie oh, <laughs> hes, he's going from New Orleans. To,
3: he's going to have to be the one who comes up with a plan here.
2: That—that that, I mean, that's fair. But it is the problem that you have caused. I no, mean, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. This isn't his fault. Wait, so you wait, didn't tell him? Because I was so awesome. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. You—you <laughs> you exceeded the bounds of the the perimeters that I designed.
1: No, 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 no. no. You underestimated him, <laughs> and then didn't tell him. You didn't set boundaries. I
0: think you guys are, are uh, although I like to hear it, you are probably arguing a moral gray area that the pirates don't give a crap about. Yeah. All right, so they want revenge on the wow, people. Wow, there's, a, there's a voice coming out of
1: nowhere in this world. <laughs> I guess it <laughs> no, must be isn't. God.
0: <laughs> well,
2: um, let so us play. I, I think <laughs> it would behoove us to strike first rather than try to anticipate an attack.
1: So the best defense is a good offense?
2: That's kind of what I'm going for, yeah. Huh.
3: Why don't we just pay them off to make up for their wizard? I have, He's tried.
2: I've paid them off. They want blood, not gold. But we'll they take the gold blood. anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we take it back. They want blood. Thing. I give them blood. Slide them on fires. Fire. How many
0: times have you thought to double-cross a pirate and not have any Well, It turns
2: out the, the wizard was the um, pirate leader's brother.
1: Oh, lovely.
2: And the pirate leader spent lots of gold sending his brother to that... Um, Wizarding school? Wizarding school? Yeah, maybe, maybe it was Arkis of Canaan. Was it Hogwarts? Yeah,
1: oh. could be. <laughs> Arkis well, It was uh, the College of Winterhold.
3: Of all the things that Truk knows, it is that when a fight is inevitable, it is best to strike first and strike with fury.
1: Ah.
0: So how do you find them? Pirates usually don't have signs on their door saying "Here we the be." Wen- the wenches in the rum. I um, have an idea. So <laughs> we've done. Find
1: the parrot. I there, there, have there, an there idea. Would have Elena been- has an idea. Go for it. I have an idea.
2: You gonna say no, girl?
0: She's not gonna say it. <laughs> you said me, one.
1: Nessie. Bait. Can you magically like scry this note? Scry on. This note. can someone tell me Scribe? how that word would be used? Like right? Huh? Scri- no. Figure out where it came from? Yeah. Your magic.
0: Magic. Magic this. Magic this.
1: Magic this. I think That's the word it. is scry.
0: Scry isn't a word. Um and this is an interesting one. Mickey, I would say first, the answer to that as far as a spell goes would be no. However, however, as the wizard in Dungeon World, you have a move, a starting move called ritual. And I want to use a reference that you might get here is I would think you're going to use ritual kind of with your spell book in the same way that Harry Dresden uses Bob. Yeah. All right. So you're going to come up with, I "I need to do something. Tell me how to do it. So you're going to come up with what you're looking for. So you need to pick what your magical effect is and what you're trying to achieve. And then I give you the qualifiers, the things that you need to do out of that list below ritual. In order for you to actually be able to do it,
1: okay. Now it's so, easy to
0: find a place of power. First off, you can go to the wizard's uh, tower, can. and there's power abundant there.
1: All right. So, so here's yeah. here's the deal. So Elena looks at Ness- Nessie and's like, "Here, magic, this, magic, make <laughs> it, make it go, do what I want, make it so. <laughs> You're lucky. I want to do this. <laughs> so mote it be. So I shall do this." She's going to go back to the inn to get her diary. Um, then she's going to go to the wizard tower because uh-huh. she felt the power there. Yeah. And she's going to sit cross-legged outside, kind of like in the shade, and start writing in her You're diary. You're going to steal your Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm going to steal their Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's like, they
1: didn't, I mean, they weren't particularly nice to her the last yeah. time they were, she was in there. So she's going to put a password on it outside, steal <laughs> their Wi-Fi. And wizard Fidelity. Start writing in her Wi-Fi. diary. Dear diary. <laughs> yeah. We have a bit of a situation here. Calamte, you remember him, the loser, <laughs> got us into trouble. And now we need to figure out a way to get out of it. Elena seems to think that this, these papers that the pirate messengers have left on our door will help us find them. Can you show me a way, dear diary, to find the pirates?
0: So the diary writes back to you that um, what you need to do is melt some gold and pour it over the papers and then have the um the paladin your friend hold the papers in front of him and they will guide him to where the author is
1: how much gold diary
0: enough probably more than than he is willing to give up
1: enough so like
0: like whatever essentially whatever calamity it would think is too much
1: okay so, Which might be one coin. <laughs>
0: I know, right? <laughs> whatever it may be, it is the, the price to pay is what you would think <laughs> is too much. Just enough to hurt. Okay. Yes, exactly. So
1: the pound of flesh. Constant. Well, I like it. melted gold hurts no matter where it hits you.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially when it hits you on the head. You he might be able to recover off. it. Who knows? Right. All right, so she would go back to the group. Oh, I would like to point out that if we're going to go get these pirates, you probably pay them a fair amount of gold that we can get back. Just saying. All right. So she would go back to the group and say, the diary has spoken. We need to melt gold over the squirrels and the squirrels will then lead us to the pirates. Don't mock my pronunciation. I thought you said squirrels. Squirrels. And I was like, you want me to do what? (laughs) The golden golden squirrel.
2: (laughs) So how much gold?
1: How much gold do you think would get us there?
2: I mean... Carriage fare anywhere in the city is about a gold and a half. So three gold. gold. Three gold? Uh. I guess I can part with that.
1: No, it's not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going.
2: What do you mean, keep going?
1: So the diary also said you have to give one gold to me for my troubles. Just kidding.
2: Are you going to go with that? Are you going to go with? It?
1: Do it. Well, yeah. Why not? The diary also said that you of of the total you have to give one to me for my troubles.
2: All right. I, I suppose that can be arranged. So that's
1: four gold, three All for right. the scrolls, one for too me. Too easy. A- ask him what the daily <laughs> revenue
3: of his trading charter house is.
0: <laughs> so just uh, like Kurt said earlier, a little metagame thing. We don't really care about money when mm-hmm. we're playing. The point here for me is to get it where calamity further distrusts the book. Because he already yeah. distrusted the book. The book now wants his money. It's never asked for his money before. And that was the point for It's me. only
1: asked for his blood and service
0: before. Oh, yeah, but now the important part, the money, is being requested at an unreasonable amount, whatever the amount is. Yeah, so it's probably more like 4,000 gold. Could be.
2: Seriously? Yeah.
0: It's more than two carriage rides.
2: It's more than two carriage rides.
3: <laughs> How much did you pay the pirates, like roughly? Oh. And how much did we make from the merchant? Net? I mean, it should be somewhere in that I, I, in that pay, I
2: paid the pirates 1000 The merchant paid us back 4000
3: So somewhere in there. So
2: like
1: 5000 No, not that much. Yeah. You think that much? That's a lot of gold.
0: When we considered the uh, credit coin numbers, we, we got into the thousands. So. Yeah.
3: Now, why would we not just... Not so much run, like, in terror, but just keep doing our thing and deal with them when they come for us. Didn't because you just say I, be prepared. Said, I know, but <laughs> it's a lot of money. I mean, the monk doesn't even care about money, but he's like, hey. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: I, I think the point, one point would be that, uh, I, I think Britt said that they're pirates. They probably have money.
1: Yeah. We when you go back. beat them up. Especially the money that he paid
0: to them. Yeah. Two wrongs make a right when it comes to money.
2: Okay, so there's a couple of things I want to do. Okay. Um, I'm going to establish with the constabulary mm-hmm. of the city of Wint. Constabulary?
1: I don't uh-huh. understand what you're saying. Please explain. The, the, the police force? The police force. Of the co- constables. constables. Thank constables.
0: You. City guard in this case, right? Got it. Yeah. Um,
1: Speak English. <laughs> I
0: am. <laughs> it's the Queen's English. Um, the Southern Queen. Southern Queen. <laughs> <does. laughs> the Queen of the South. Um,
1: Go ahead. Paula Dean. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. Bless his heart. Bless, their hearts. <laughs> Bless his heart. So I'm going to establish with yeah. the vocabulary
2: that um that uh we need to be deputized okay. in order to uh, defend ourselves against the pirates that are coming for
0: us.
1: Huh. Oh my god. Interesting.
0: And the purpose of being deputized is to avoid being arrested when you kill the pirates? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> want to make sure of what what you're yep. asking. Well, you we are defending an important port town. We, we are defending an important port an aggressor. town. And we yeah. know
2: that the pirates are going to send their best against us. Okay. So we can severely hamper or may possibly dismantle this pirate band.
1: These pirates have come for the goods for this town before. Technically. Yeah. yeah. So I
2: want to set I want to set up the, the constabulary that okay. you know, we want to be So that uh,
0: lethal force 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 is authorized. You have your license You want a double O
1: license. Got it. So
0: what I want to get from that is let's do a parlay roll. Okay. So this is a basic move in Dungeon World, and I put some basic move sheets out there on the table earlier. I think that uh, Britt has a stack there, so hand those out if you would, please. Um, Parlay is on the right-hand side towards the bottom. You're going to roll... Um, I believe it's plus charisma. Yep. And what we're doing here is, in using the move Parlay, you have leverage on the NPCs. Uh, on the move, it says GM character. But mm-hmm. You have leverage on the NPCs knowing that something bad is going to happen, and you want to use that leverage to get something from them. And let's see how this works out.
2: I want, I want to use my starting move, I am the law.
0: Oh, you want to, oh, be you to the judge, yeah, I guess. judge. So, <laughs> the cops? That, that's an interesting one because they could choose to, well, dislike you because you've done it. Exactly.
2: So okay. I'm trying, now it makes sense because I am a rich merchant and I am trying to basically buy the militia in a way. Okay. So
0: it, I can see that. Okay. So you're going to give them an order. Based based on, in this case, your divine authority, this would be your monetary authority. Exactly. Okay. So let's try that. Still charisma. Yep, still charisma. And let's see what you got. That is 6, 3, that's 9, plus 2 is 11. 11, okay. So you will get deputized, and as you work with any of the other city guard... During this, you will be able to get a plus one on your next roll anytime you work with the city guard here. Nice. Make a note. And as we get preparing for that city guard, (laughs) that imminent battle, we are going to stop this episode for now and uh, wrap up this first episode back with Dungeon World on Adventures from the Shed. So for now, we will say.
1: Bye, everyone. I
0: am the law. Upon hearing of the South Seas Pirates' revenge plan, Calante hatches his own plan of defense. We wrap up the episode with the heroes being deputized by the Wint Guards to serve in defense of the city when the pirates arrive. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.